Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Take this. Buy two tin of sardine and a bread. Yes, ma'am. Tired damn sardine. So make you not go back to America to your mama where you can yam steak. Crosses. Okay. Well, I definitely don't know this movie, but I'm living for whatever it was. Um, The thing is, you totally should. I should? Actually, if you've watched, if you watch, is it Crooklyn? Ni- no. Oh. If you watch nigga movies, I feel like it's one of those. Mm, but for a, a massive chunk of my life, I didn't, because my mama didn't let me watch anything that was rated worse than yes. PG thirteen. That's true. And then when I went off to college, I just had no desire to go back and watch all the Don't Be a Menaces. And I mean, I really have no. I I I never thought that there was a chance that you have seen. This. <laughs> But the point is that many of you at home who do watch nigga movies should have seen Yes, yeah, can't wait for y'all to tell me what it is. Quite a classic. Um, all these movies, I'm just making a big-ass list of them, and one day I'm going to binge all of them, and I'm going to catch up on all these movies. So, uh, welcome back. New year. Here we are again. <laughs> My God. New year, same must to you. I... Um, I'm Azealia Banks, the sandblaster. Oh, God. Well, I am Dorothy Vaughn. And this is the read. <laughs> so excited to be here. That has got to be the absolute last thing I thought you was finna say. My, me too, honestly. <laughs> just, I don't know. You are just Couldn't nothing if else. not a bag of surprises. So, uh... Let's dive in to uh, the show this week, starting with Black Excellence. Amen. Which is going to go out to a man by the name of Terrell Alvin McCraney. If you don't know, he is a, a playwright as well as an actor, and he is responsible for a production called In Moonlight, Black Boys Look Blue. It sounds familiar. It should. It's because it's based, or it is what the movie, Moonlight, is based on. Terrell was just recently appointed as the chair of playwriting at Yale School of Drama. Well, damn. Terrell is 36 years old, as according to wow his uh, Wikipedia Jeez. page. And... Is from Miami, Florida. Oh, yeah, just like the director, right? Damn skip. So. I love it. Big, big shout out to him for his work, his creation, his conviction, and 
for a play that led to a badass movie that's one of my favorites and Mine too. introduced me to my 2017 Bay Travante Rhodes. So. Yes, and I'll be shocked if it doesn't rack up at whatever next movie awards there is because it is simply phenomenal and I hope everybody gets the chance to see it. Shout out to Mahershala Ali's fine ass for being in that movie and in Hidden Figures and... And so many other... It Wasn't he in Luke Cage? Yes. Yeah. Oh, villain. my God. And I've seen him. He's one of those faces that you've seen for, like, yeah, years. Yeah, like, like, all the time. And he's only just now starting to get his shine. But, like, my God. Just shout out to you for being fine as hell. Um. Also, shout out to the show Crazy Head on Netflix. It's a new show that I'm watching. It's a comedy, like, sci-fi comedy maybe you could say but um the girl who plays a sister on chewing gum oh okay her real name is susan i just am not going to say her last name because i refuse to butcher it Mm -hmm. it doesn't even seem like it's a complicated last name to pronounce i just know i'm gonna say it wrong and so i don't i refuse to do it but if you have watched chewing gum she plays a sister and she plays uh a character i think the character's name is raquel on the show's Crazy Head. Crazy Head reminds me kind of like of a mix between in- Insecure and like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Wow. So you may be like weird and think it's scary mm, or yeah. something. I may. It because honestly, funny. everything scares me. Right. <laughs> but it's more funny than anything. It's got a lot of heart and great acting. So. Okay. Shout out to yeah. that. You can watch it on Netflix now. I think it's a Netflix Exclusive or Netflix hmm. distributed? I don't know. They got something cool. to deal with Netflix. But shout out to her. Great role, great uh, part. And uh, Miss Michaela from Michaela Cole. Chewing Gum. Just Vogue, everywhere. Vogue Just, magazine. Speaking of Vogue, Vogue magazine, magazine, did you see Viola Davis's photo shoot? I think the pictures just came out a few days ago or something. You're going to weep. Oh, you've seen it. I, I have seen them. You've never seen anyone more beautiful. It's just like, she honestly shits on every every classic white Hollywood actress like they could honestly never. She's just, she's gorgeous. She's everything. She's it. And she's talented. More talented than all them hoes on top of it. I just can't. Y'all better bow the fuck down. Um, okay. So. I'm done standing. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without 
knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're and Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. This week for the shadiness, I feel like I'm going to, I don't know what I'm going to do this year, but something wicked this way comes. It won't be that bitch you guessed that I know that. <laughs> Maybe it'll be reminiscent. It shan't. It shall not. Um. Okay. My God. Where do we even? I'm going to start with this? Anthony or Kim or Mariah or Kanye. Who's Anthony? Anthony, who just got fired. Oh, Anthony Perez. <laughs> That's why I said Anthony and Kim, because you know they share the same last name, and both of them fucked up this week. <laughs> I did not even notice that. <laughs> I was not going to... Okay, so, all right. I ordered these. Oh, okay. Sort of. Are they from, like, least annoying to most? That's what I generally try to... Or least interesting. Right, right. Least interesting. Least talked about relevant i can't believe i actually know some of the stories this week like i feel like i'm gonna know at least three of them first of all i tried to come up with like a um an honorable an honorable mention section for like all of the shit that i'm not gonna talk about because (laughs) we've been on break and we've actually not missed a lot so there is some things i'm not going to bring up because who cares at this point um yeah, I, th- I vaguely remember something happening like two weeks ago and thinking somebody is lucky that we're not in oh the studio. Goodness. But Everything I don't random. even remember what it was. Right? Queen Latifah's car got stolen. What? Um, Rob Kardashian's baby got stolen. No, she didn't. Jocelyn Hernandez had one. Um, oh, and so did Janet. Janet had one. Uh, what the fuck? Mm. It's just all kinds of nonsense. I actually didn't know about most of that, but okay. I I don't even remember who I was thinking about originally, so. First up on the list is this alleged relationship between uh, um, Drelo. Oh, girl. (laughs) Does anybody truly believe in that? I don't. I feel like they're shooting a really, like, low-budget video. Either that or they're trolling the shit out of y'all. Both. Or they're just fucking and being reckless. All three. I mean, but, like, an actual devoted relationship to one another let's all be serious first of all drake and jennifer lopez are quite famous for being in a relationship and then being like eh. yes they're both really good at that light skin and changing their mind at the last very minute. much so and oh, yeah. then go and date someone else and then 
three months later, they back with the other one, mm-hmm. and then here and four, back and forth. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. So Drake was at one of her Las Vegas concerts recently. Um, you know, cheering her on when she performed. I don't know. Uh, I'm real. On the six. <laughs> And from not there, not to shade Jennifer because I did love that album. I mean, it's a good her whole, CD. all of her, ever her whole career. I was here for it. Not to say you know that she was ever a live vocalist. No one ever went that far. She but was never a Jennifer vocalist. Lopez genuinely entertained me back Jennifer in the day. Lo- Jennifer Lopez did. is an entertainer. She is. Yes. All right. So. <laughs> Gia says she's always playing a white woman in movies, and I cried. <laughs> um, they hung out backstage, and then from there, it became random pictures of them at dinner, and until one of them or both of them posted a picture of them like nestled together in like black matching yoga pants by a fire right. or something ridiculous and then he's looking out with this creepy gaze that was okay. the picture I saw and was like alright I don't think that this is as cute as you think that it is <laughs> like, like this yeah. is y'all are a cute-ish couple I mean the both of you are individually separately very attractive people Yes. But put together, not necessarily a cohesive, attractive unit. It's not as, like, sickening as you might think. Right. It's not. mm -mm. In theory, it is, but... And I'm not really sure what it is about it either, because, like, they are both fine as hell. They have all of the tools. The materials are there to make... And it just doesn't light mm -mm. anything in me. No, it don't curl all the way over. It might be that it's not Rihanna. Could be. But, I mean, once you've seen Rihanna next to any man, you put another woman there and it's going to be hard to compare because she is just beyond. So, But Jennifer Lopez is nothing to sneeze at. So I really don't know what it is about the two of them that don't look all the way, like, sexy to me. Like, that doesn't turn me on, the thought of them two. Like, maybe both of y'all are too dainty or too pretty to really be... (laughs) I don't know. I think it's just that I don't believe it. It feels like... I mean, it's clearly manufactured. Like, this is obviously fake. It feels like Mona Scott wrote it. Oh, or God. Mona Mia. It Mona. just feels like two people who were like, you know, why not? You know? Yeah. Let's have some fun on the internet. Let's just get people on Instagram talking. Yeah. Just, why not? Jennifer ain't doing nothing else. I mean... She literally is in the middle of a Las Vegas. And there's... And that is... That is great, but I'm just meaning as far as as far as what is being talked about or discussed. Which is why you throwing shade. (laughs) I'm not throwing shade. You. Oh, I was about to say. Come on now. A certain performer throwing shade at a performing vocal legend and her recent oh no issues that we'll get to. Oh god, it just doesn't crawl all the way over for me because at the end of the day, whether. A certain other artist knows do you, this. doesn't know you, sings live, doesn't sing live, lip syncs, doesn't lip sync. She is able. Like, <laughs> that and that, and again, I don't know how many times oh, we have no. that. Like, 
Jennifer Lopez is bad as fuck in many avenues. Mm-hmm. That is not one of them. It isn't. And so you should be mindful of the shade that you throw. Mm-hmm. That's just what I'm saying. I mean, but but to play devil's advocate, all that, all the flip side, I would have never in my life thought that there could have been a Jennifer Lopez performance better than a Mariah Carey one. And yet it happened on New Year's Eve. It did. I mean, it's Jeff just Lopez a, performed on you. She did, and she Where? did a good job. You said, whatever no, I channel, did not even know about that. whatever channel we were watching, I don't know what we were watching, but she performed on that, <laughs> and she did a good Lopez, job. Here's let me tell you something, really quick. See how this is no longer about them. Who were we talking about? Drake and oh, that whole uh, thing. Uh, no. All I will say about that is. Everybody who is trying to say that Jennifer Lopez is a hoe, why would Drake do this at a third? Drake is just as much of a hoe, if not more, oh. than Jennifer Lopez is. Yeah, that's not so, even... who Hoe, please, get on somewhere. Jennifer Lopez has just been doing it longer. That's I mean, the only that just... Hoe, that is just totally irrelevant to the conversation. Who like cares? Who, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, in theory, then, again, they should be great together. Grown people fuck. Who cares? Who? <laughs> it's great. Like... Are y'all familiar with, like, really? Are y'all really looking down on people for fucking? Like, I mean. <laughs> or not fucking you. Is she out here having wild kids that she can't take care of or something? Chill out. But back to this initial conversation um, of facts. Here, um, here are mine. The facts are... <laughs> That, A, Mariah Carey has never been one to just hit a stage and, you know, give you major choreography and I'm coming down from the ceiling. and Mama doesn't dance. A cannon is shooting from each breast and... She doesn't do all of that. She, she has. Not. She's never had to, or she didn't have to, because people went to Mariah Carey because that voice was outstanding and unheard of. Much like an Adele who can stand in the middle of a stage today and be like, here is my stool. And here is my song. I literally got this dress at Ross. <laughs> the and shoes too, girl. Like, <laughs> Plain black tights and a headband. Here I am. And you are more than excited because you know what I'm here to do and I'm going to do it. Like, so, yes, you may get a better performance out of a Jennifer Lopez show today than a Mariah Carey one. That still does not give you, like, it just doesn't, I don't see that as, what I am saying is throw the right shade. That's it. Because whether that girl sang or did not sing or whatever the case may be, Mama, now, if Jennifer she said something can about, do it. If Jennifer said something about Mariah, I don't know about it. So if that's what you're making a reference to, then I'm totally in the dark. I don't think that she actually said anything. I think that like somebody else said something shady and she like liked it or retweeted the oh, shit Lord. or something. I'm just saying on New Year's Eve, Jennifer Lopez took that win. That one win. <laughs> Jennifer Lopez's show itself is probably fun. But you know something? I would not go to a Jennifer Lopez show expecting to hear her voice. Much like I would not go not to a her Mariah Carey. Not her live voice. <laughs> Much like how I would not go to a Mariah Carey show today and expect to hear her live voice. So. Mm, I have to say I would because what other reason is there to go see Mariah Carey? She does not. Entertain. I would have to not pay attention 
to think that. You know what I'm saying? Like you would have to be completely detached from what has been happening at Mariah Carey shows for the past few years. Here is the thing. That's true. Let's just transition into that since that wasn't next. Because clearly we didn't care about whatever else. It really wasn't supposed to be on my list next, but fuck it. The thing about Mariah Carey for me, I am not I am more of a Mariah Carey fan. I'm more of a fan of her personality today than her music. She has a catalog of hits that simply won't go anywhere. She has proven what she's capable of and who she is already. Does that excuse the fact that she will put on a show that's not great or not up to, you know, a major fan's standards or whatever? Nah, but that's why I don't go. Like, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? That's it right there. That I know Mariah Carey shows today are hit or miss. And honestly, many of them, if not most of them lately, have been missed. I've still seen plenty of clips over the past year, few years, of Mariah singing live that sound good. Yeah. So she may not sound like she used to in the 90s, early 2000s, or whatever the fuck, or whatever, but... It's not by any means that her voice is just completely shot. The bitch just can't sing period at all anymore. She just knows she ain't going to sound like that no more. And for any excuse for me to be like, well, the mic wasn't on, girl, so I just didn't do it. (laughs) Mariah's taking it. That is what I love about her now. Like, am I the only one who thought this shit was funny? No, I think everybody thought it was funny. But not... I think everybody, except maybe the Lamely, they maybe were thrown into a tizzy because they had to defend their fave all night. But I think the rest of us found it incredibly entertaining. I don't hold it against her. I don't either. It doesn't take away from the legacy of Mariah Carey. This is one night over a career that is decades. Like she, you don't even have to do the resume because that bitch is, everything speaks for itself. Some of the hottest artists today like the baddest singing girls today still have not done in years what their with their career what mariah carey was able to do in a chunk of it Mm -hmm. so i don't care about any of the shit that's going on today i know that i am not paying for a mariah carey ticket and that is no shame it's not that's just because i know that what i love for mariah carey what Mm -hmm. i love her for i may or may not get it exactly in a show that I go to that mm-hmm. day. So if you are taking that risk, more power to you. And right. I hope that you have a good ass time. But the only reason that I'm engaged in Mariah Carey in the 2017 of things is because she makes me laugh. She's wealthy. She's fantastic. Mm-hmm. She's fashionable. And like everything about her is just extreme. And even a lot of that isn't real. That's her playing. I appreciate the diva attitude though. And and to whatever extent the diva facade because I feel like first of all she's earned it. Yes. She deserves it. Yes. And a lot of these young girls are out here and they've had a career for all of six months and they want to go around acting like they're divas and and it just isn't. That isn't it girl. Like you don't have the range. Mariah does. And so so I appreciate the overtopness and and extraness and her sitting in the kitchen pretending like she really cooking something and singing that song with her kid like i love mariah being extra and ridiculous like all of that is great i'm just saying on that one night (laughs) jennifer lopez i'm not disputing the fact that jennifer lopez had a better performance that night that just happened jennifer lopez has probably had better performances all last year Mm. than mariah's in terms of maybe what you want out of an entertainer on stage still vocally I'm not going to say that Jennifer Lopez could ever touch Mariah's hymn. Musical career? 
alongside right. musical career. No, no absolutely it not. It is a no. no. <laughs> like, not to mention Mariah taught you hoes how to write or co-write your whole fucking album, every fucking album, and get your fucking money. Mariah's net worth is the way it is because when you go back and look at the credits, Mariah Carey wrote or co-wrote damn near every song Mariah on Carey, all of her albums. Mariah Carey is Christmas. She is. <laughs> like, she she just, wrote the the last like Christmas classic. Like, do you remember the blackish joke where they made fun of? Uh, yes, of uh, Ruby and uh, Ruby and, and them, Pops and Pops were talking about. They heard that song. Talking when about they, they, they used the, to listen to it when they was kids. I heard that song when I was a child. <laughs> like, was like no, you didn't. Nigga. She wrote that in nineteen hundred and ninety four. Right, and they will still argue with you. Like, nah, that song. It's just. It's a Christmas classic, and Mariah Carey wrote it. it you can't, she's undeniable. But that reason of like being hit or miss with her performances, that's the same reason I won't see a ticket, buy a ticket to see Brandy. Not necessarily for uh, vocal performance, but just because I don't know what you're going to get up there and say. Uh, it's the same reason I won't buy a ticket to see Lauryn Hill, because will uh, not even come. Like Different beat per minute. <laughs> different instruments. <laughs> There is, what song is that? Right. Is, is she, is this the Chopped and Screw version of I Get Out? That's My friend told me just got been doing that shit too. Like, uh, I don't know this version. Can Jill. you at least do the first one and then transition it into the remix that you, you and your friends worked on in the garage while y'all was high? Oh God, thank you. I'm just saying, <laughs> like, start us off with the one we know. I'm so lost. Like, I mean, Erica Badu did that with Tyrone. I'm just saying, y'all could do the same thing. Like, you could switch into I've the. I've been to many an Erica concert and she knows what the fuck She she's knows doing. what she's doing. Because she starts bitch. you off and you be like, oh, yeah, that's that shit. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's bad she lady. She's about to blah, give blah, it blah. to me. And by the time she gets to the motherfucking bridge, she switched up into something else. But you, you transition with her. Yeah, you don't burn start smoking weed, right? Thank you. She brings you in and then you get lost together. That's all. Who are we talking about? Mariah Carey. Mariah. Now, I don't know what happened to Mariah on New Year's Eve. Everybody is pointing the finger in different directions. They blame Dick Clark Productions. Dick, Dick Clark, Clark Productions said, like, Bitch, you won't. Not, <laughs> Not all the shit we do. <laughs> and named American, like all these. Oh, award yeah, they shows name dropped all like. their award shows. Right. Shows that aren't necessarily my favorites, but shows that also I can't say have any technical difficulties that are memorable. So I don't know. I don't know whose fault it was, but apparently Anthony Burrell's been fired behind it for Which moving doesn't her. doesn't even sound like. It makes sense to me. Did you read the explanation? Something that he about, moved. Yeah, he moved the backup dancers. I mean, the backup singers like down the back of the stage or something like that to make more room for the dancers or something like that. Right. So but Mariah, I don't see how that affects her. Well, voice. it it affect it ended up being a problem because her in ear microphone or whatever wasn't working so she couldn't hear the song she didn't know what was playing or what part it was on and so had the singers been on stage their cues would have helped her figure out you know where she should be singing so i guess the argument was that had the singers still been on stage she wouldn't have fucked up so bad or whatever i don't know sounds like it's all yeah it's all it sounds like somebody just didn't have their shit together and it all fucked up. And Mariah handled it with what I would consider less than grace, but is also totally excusable because she's Mariah fucking Carey. That is what I would have expected Mariah Carey to do in that situation. And she delivered. Like, she is fu- <laughs> So that's what you she wanted. Don't sing, she needs to be doing stand up. She's <laughs> like, that was so funny. And then she ended it by saying, that was great. Like, that was amazing. Like, like she is. 
is she is funny. funny. The way she that is. she does, you could tell she was upset, but it was just so funny because I'm like, I'm not holding. I'm still gonna watch your show. I'm still gonna listen to your classics, and I still love you down for it. I just thought mm. the way she handled it was funny. I don't even think anybody needed to be fired behind it. Well, I mean. Maybe just to save face. She needs to find her manager. That Stella lady is the one who is hiring fools and making foolish decisions. Mm, well, uh, whoever was in charge, it was just a total wreck. And then the few notes she did get out didn't sound like Mariah notes. So, but you know, maybe that just means that the time to see Mariah Carey live is coming to an end. And we will begin to appreciate the legacy that she has created for herself. And that's fine, too. If that's the Nobody's, case, nobody can last forever. If that's the case, Britney needs to get her ass off stage. Britney should have been done, and we saw that when the VMAs buried her ass earlier this year. Britney should have been gone. We saw that when the VMAs buried her ass during the Gimme More years. The Although fact that Blackout they was l- Blackout is incredible, and a great album. It is <laughs> so good, but that they exhumed so her body for the VMAs and had the nerve to put her after Beyonce, and it was just bad. Britney Spears don't need to perform no more. I knew that when she performed with Iggy Azalea at whatever the fuck award this show. This has been the case for many years, though, because she no longer has a big part of what made Britney a force. The same thing can be said for Mariah. They said the same thing about Whitney. But did that change the fact that, girl, you could never in your life? <laughs> no. But, so, but Britney Spears' a- appeal was always her youth and her ability to dance and her prettiness. So once she fucked up that knee and started looking like she was doing drugs, it was like, what else is there to go see her for? It's also the fact that many people can be young and pretty and dance. You're very easily replaceable when that's your talent. You There's not many places there where you can be like, oh, well, girl, you can never come for such and such as ability to do such and such. I was like, well, she made great pop songs. Yeah. Although Britney, to me, is still a legend. No, because... absolutely. I mean, Britney came in at a time where you're just not going to see sales numbers like that ever yeah. again. And the whole, you know, sex, sexualized teenage pop star thing, like she had that lane and wrote it for a good long time. She so, created a moment. Yeah, she definitely like did. Like Kim. And I still... Like little Kim. I'm not going to sit up here and act like I don't have all of Britney's albums and wasn't the biggest thing because you already Damn. know. But does that mean my girl needs to be on stage? I still remember the choreography from 1999 VMAs where she performed with NSYNC. Oh, oh, okay. You know what? In that fake classroom. (laughs) Over here. I'm so mad. Over here. Why? No. Here. (laughs) She jumped out from the locker. Okay. Man, 90s pop was so corny. It was. But it was life. It was great. Anyway. It was everything. But yes, that's all I'm saying about that whole thing. Mariah is still sickening. It's a snafu. She's still Mariah. Or whatever. But girl... If you were expecting for Mariah Carey to come out here and sound like Rainbow mm. or fucking... I mean, I guess I can't be mad at her for still performing because if people are going to buy tickets, why not? But it just seems to me like the people who are still paying for these tickets to see Mariah Carey, they must just be hoping that it's a good night. They must be hoping that she actually rested that day or whatever. And It's like people, if, for instance, again, for Britney, if you were to buy tickets to a Britney concert and be like, she wasn't like dancing like the old Britney because she's not, not the, the old, old Britney. Britney. She's just old. Oh. Er, that wasn't nice. <laughs> she's older than that. That was, I really didn't mean it Damn. like that. 
Every time I think about the fact that she is, Beyonce is older than her. Or she's older than Beyonce. I think that Beyonce maybe. Beyonce's older, older than her, her by, by two like months. months. Yeah, two or three months. And, yet, and it's like, wow. But you know what? Brittany also that is bleak. went through a lot. She did. She did. I smoked crazy cigarettes. <laughs> For a while there, all Brittany consumed was Red Bull and Cheetos. That was all you ever saw her with. And cigarettes. That boy, that one she had the kids with. Kevin Federline. Oh, Shar Jackson's baby daddy. Good God. What a golden time for reality television that was. <laughs> My God. Anyway, what else happened? So, I you was spent trying all to that like, time on Mariah. I'm sorry. I mean, I felt like I was going to talk about the Mariah thing for a minute anyway because it was on the list. I was, just, <laughs> I was like, are y'all really trying to play like you're mad that Mariah Carey didn't give you whatever ass performance you knew she wasn't going to give you even if the mic worked? I mean, who was really expecting Mariah to get up there and give you some major vocal moment anyway? She was going to go up there wearing something sparkly. Right. And walk around and, do and her be little, Mariah and go home. With her little hip twitch. Like, are we pretending we have not watched this? Same thing she does at every other when she, the Thanksgiving parade or performance or whatever it was when they first start lighting up the trees. It's just shit. moments throughout the year where Mariah is like... <clears throat> Oh, yeah, it's go time today. <laughs> and you'll see it up on YouTube and you'll be like, oh, shit, okay, Mariah. Right. And then for the rest of the year, she's like, no, don't feel like it. Yeah, well. So, all right. I was trying to transition through, like, relationship things at first, but this is still going to work. Serena Williams has is tired of your nigger guff. Because she... <laughs> you just had to. <laughs> You just had to. She is having herself um, a swirly matrimony. This, she's engaged to be married to Alexis O'Hanian. I don't know how to say his last name. Mm. But he's one of the co-founders of Reddit, which I still don't know how to use. And it kind of scares me because a lot of the people on there are terrifying. Um, He is 33 years old. Um, Reddit is valued at five hundred million. I think I looked up his net worth just out of curiosity, and it was like, <laughs> uh, what would that be? Seven figures. Um, we all know that the doll Serena is a smooth eight. <laughs> you didn't just have to do that. <laughs> um, Forbes named him. He was on their 30 under 30, and they elected him mayor of the internet. Oh, he's kind of cute. Means. Yeah, he's, you know, kind of cute. He should definitely keep the beard at all times. Yeah. He's six foot five. Oh, that's nice. So that definitely helps. Although, I mean, Serena's not tall. I mean, she's tall for a girl, I think, but. I mean, but six five is nice regardless. I mean, yeah, six five <laughs> is just great. I'm five <laughs> like, three, and I won't turn down six five. Neither will I. And Serena is I not his first jump. black girlfriend. I like that. Right. So it's not like I mean, I still am. This is so crass, but all <laughs> that ass. Like, what are you gonna do with all of that ass? <laughs> he might have but a big dick. You never listen. He's six five. You never know, and even if he don't, he may. It may not be his first time at the rodeo so maybe he just knows what he's doing he might you know be able to take care of her in all kinds of areas but the Mm. point of the matter is that she is engaged they've been together i read since the fall of 2015 so a little over a year now okay um so she's been keeping him low-key under wraps yeah absolutely that's nice 
And then that is how you do it. <laughs> so Congratulations to her then. Congrats to you, miss. Um, My cousin used to always tell me, if you're going to date a white man, he better be fine as hell. I wouldn't give him fine. He's cute. You know, the beard does a lot. The beard? The beard does a lot. Man. (laughs) My goodness. Straight, bisexual, homosexual, whatever it is. I urge you. If you don't have hair on your face. It just does something. It It just. Try it. I mean, because if you can grow a nice, full, connecting beard, it's probably going to upgrade. Not that it's for everyone. No. But if you're trying to climb backs. Yes. I'm just saying. Specifically. (laughs) I urge you. To have some. What? It's just nice. Goatee. Mustache. Shadow. Stubble. Anything. Amen. I agree. A beard had to happen for him. Have you seen Google him without? Yeah. No, I saw it. And it was less fortunate. So congratulations to Serena. I'm very happy for her. I wish her the absolute best. Same. As long as she's happy, I'm happy. Same. Um, on the flip side of things, we did not talk about Tiny filing for divorce. <laughs> like, what the fuck you going That do? came out like a week after we talked about <laughs> her best friends putting together that motherfucking oh, yes. masterpiece theater ass montage. <laughs> it's a great of all the bitches even cheated on her with. Hey, tiny girl, did you forget about all the hoes that came along during your relationship? Here's a flippogram. So apparently, tiny filed for divorce uh, at the top of December, like December 7th is what I read. Oh, okay. But this story came out closer to the holidays. So there were a couple of clips of T.I. at home with her and the kids. There was a really cute video they posted of the baby, Eris, in this little remote control car. Oh, right. And he was, like, pretending she was dream- driving drunk or something. <laughs> it was adorable. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> ma'am, have you been drinking? That's adorable. It, it was that really is cute. really cute. And the baby looks so much like my favorite, which was always major. Like, she looked just like Major. Tiny Major Mama. So. Iconic Twitter name. <laughs> she just, how can you not love Tiny? She has Atlanta hood rat written all, she's genuine. In her blood She is through and through. That is just. Like. That is a good, sweet Atlanta hood rat. DNA. She is. Like, <laughs> it's just her. Through and through. Woo. She so, said she's taking all his, well, half of his shit. Damn right. There was a rumor, I guess, after that whole thing that they were working on it and it's still being said that T.I. is trying to um, get that shit thrown out of here. I bet. But according to some cryptic posts from just a few days ago, it seems though Tiny is still very much um, on her new year, new me. New number, who this? <laughs> Good for her. Um, Maybe he had a baby, another baby on her. That's what I heard. Mm. Now, I don't know if that's true or not. I mean, it's likely, but you never know out here these days. I'm very quick to be like, 
skeptical about everything I hear. I mean, maybe. Tiny said, if Karuchi not putting up with it, then bitch, there I'm There ain't not no reason I gotta do it. Fuck this. <laughs> I mean, because you know the majority of the kids in the house are his. Right. Right. She has... Zanique. 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 I almost called her Zanjane, which is not it at all. It is <laughs> Regine is Wayne's child. It is. Zanique and then Major and... The three youngest Right. Ones. Yeah, the three babies. Yes. But... The other girl. The other... Right. His. Right. Them two boys <laughs> are his. And the rest of the children are his. Besides <laughs> Zanique. So, right. And Tiny has been... If anybody deserves half... It's tiny. I just, I can't think of a Three woman more quarters. deserving because she, take it all, shit. Just take all the assets and leave him with all the debts because you deserve. Um. So yeah, she posted an adorable photo as well with her and the baby on her hip and her, you know, icy lenses. I'm getting used to her eyes. No, I shall not. I'm getting used to them. No, I won't. I can't. Well, that's all that I have I'm physically incapable of doing that. So, good for her, though. For real. Good for Tiny. Every woman has her breaking point. Wow. She had a lemonade moment. Wow. <laughs> Last but not least on the list here um, are these two niggas. Now, Soulja Boy oh, God. has been fishing for any, any lane to get some attention. And, um... This past week, he caught he caught him a Chris Brown. So, I don't know what the fuck really happened to start this, but Soulja Boy claims that Chris Brown called him and was threatened to beat his ass because he was leaving hard eye emojis underneath Karuchi's photographs oh, which Lord. quick sidebar shot the fuck out to Karuchi although she handled the end of this mess poorly um shout out to her 2016 you know publicly living a sorry video I'm sure she went to see him at least once so she's been on the phone with him a couple of times I'm sure they have communicated probably but at least in the eye of the public she's sticking to her motherfucking guns that's right and that's what the fuck it's all about. That's what matters. Um, so anyway, he claims Chris Brown wanted to fight his ass because of it oh, and then threatened to beat his ass and do all of these other things. Now, I have not watched this Vlad interview that Soldier Boy <laughs> did where he allegedly shot some. He talks about how he shot some people in his house. Did you not hear about the Soldier Boy challenge? He shot some people in his house. He said some, I actively avoid all news to do with Soldier Boy. Same. So, this, this was is all new to me. <laughs> this one wasn't going anywhere because apparently his behavior and the way that he was speaking in the video was so absurd that people began to recreate it on social media and call it the Soldier Boy oh Challenge. My God. When also, I just don't this believe nigga. that Soldier Boy has ever shot anybody. No, I was gonna say Soldier Boy shot somebody when nothing about him says thug or or gangster to me like not no real one he's like you you see these tears on my face nigga you know what time it is anyone anybody I can, can do that. that i can get a bick right now and just <laughs> doesn't mean that i've done anything don't mean that i'm in anything just means i have that on my face um 
Which it's, it, it is still ugly. I always assume <laughs> that you get that because you actually killed somebody because why else would you tattoo your face? <laughs> like, especially a tattoo. Why would you want to brand it. yourself in that way if you hadn't actually done it? Because otherwise it's just an ugly tattoo. <laughs> It doesn't look super great. And also, I don't want other people to think that that's the sort of shit that I'm just finna do. Like, I don't want you to have that impression of me if that's not something I'm actually gonna do. Like, niggas love to play tough and pretend to be thugs until it's time to actually be thugs. What a great way to frame this story. Um, Because I I know this is him being a clown. I know it is. I'm just wondering, did he get shot at? He allegedly got robbed, but let's get there. Oh, so anyway, Chris Brown eventually hopped on social media and engaged it for a little bit and said how he wanted to fight Soldier Boy. And he was reaching out to Adrian Bronner to like put together a a gym for them to fight for charity. Oh, Which personally, I feel like, why not? You know what I'm saying? If you gonna fight somebody, if it's like that, you might as well go ahead and get it in the ring. Do it the safest way possible. Do it for charity. I don't see anything wrong with that. For charity? I mean... <laughs> Who's gonna pay for tickets? They already talking about selling tickets. The shit is in March. Oh, this is an actual event that's gonna Adrian happen. already posted it. There's a flyer. Oh, wow. I mean, I really don't feel like it's actually going to happen. But <laughs> okay. as of right now, they're treating it like an official okay. match. And they say tickets are in a... A location, a specific date is coming soon. Tickets are going to go up soon and all that stuff. My whole thing is is like, you still going to be this mad about this shit in March that you still going to want to fight this nigga? Right. Anyway. Maybe if it had been like the next day, but y'all going to wait weeks and then fight about it? Either way, I think that fighting in a boxing ring because you want to fight somebody is actually a productive way of dealing with... Right. Well, it means you actually going to fight too and it's not going to turn into some other shit. Like we about to box... We're because, like, saying, oh, I'm going to come and fight you. Someone's going to stop it. The police will get involved. You don't get to actually fight the way that you can if you step into a ring and say, well, then let's do this. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't, personally, it's stupid. It is. But I do not think that there is anything wrong with that solution in general. This is just a dumb reason to do it. <laughs> well, look at who we're dealing with. Look at who. <laughs> so... Keep in mind that Soldier Boy has been at it randomly over the past few weeks with Quavo for nothing. Lil Yachty, whoever that is. And then, like, countless Instagram people. Like, he just gets into it with people to be spoken about because he's not doing anything else. Right. Um. So, randomly, I mean, he allegedly apologized and then he didn't apologize and then... All of this back and forth video shit on Instagram and Instagram Live and whatever until finally there's this moment where Soldier Boy is on Instagram Live out in the streets of LA somewhere. It has been said that these niggas live like a two minute Uber away from each other. I don't know how true that is and I don't care. Okay. But they all apparently live relatively close to one another, which does not surprise me. Right. So. Soldier Boy is on Instagram Live. He out in the streets of wherever in the fuck Los Angeles with some niggas in, you know, long black tees. All of a sudden, one day, he spots... One day. At some moment. (laughs) I just don't care. At one point, he spots some nigga out of the corner of his eyes and runs 
brushes up to him like, they say Soldier Boy can't hang out in the hood. They say Soldier Boy don't be in the hood. The man immediately pushes him off. <laughs> and then at one point, it sounds like there could have been a scuffle. He drops his phone so you don't see anything. And then they pick the phone up. He's gone. And they're like, oh, this is my phone now, nigga. And then the shit's over. <sighs> I feel like that was some bullshit. Okay. Like, I don't see how... That does not make sense to me. Like, that did not seem real at all to me. It didn't sound like there was a fight. Mm -hmm. It didn't sound like there was a real struggle to me at all. I don't understand what the purpose of that was. (sighs) Then he posted a photo of himself (laughs) in some, like, fighting headgear saying that he's training for this shit. It is just the dumbest, funniest, most pointless foolishness ever. Karuchi got involved... And she put some, you know, her iOS press release out and said that. <laughs> That's real. You know, that it was all silly and so pointless and that she's focusing on, you know, her new life and blah, blah, blah and all this other shit. So then, of course, Chris Brown promptly logged on, did not log off. I'm sure he just got a tag or somebody tagged right. him in it or whatever. And he was like, oh, word. Cussed her ass out and said that he fucked all her friends and that all them bitches that he go, she going on vacation with or whatever all had his dick in their mouths. Nice. <laughs> Wasn't that sweet? Um, mind you, two days after he was like, I'm in my feelings. I want that old thing back. But he said those that was just him playfully commenting on He's just a piece photos. of shit. He is just a piece of shit. He's in his feelings. No, he's garbage. That is No, sure. I'm not disagreeing. With oh. You. I'm <laughs> saying that he is in his feelings. He and might acting be out. In his feelings and on drugs and all other manners of things. Each of the above. And, but, and also just an asshole. And that response had me feeling like I see why she don't fuck with you. Like, look how you act. He acts like that when she did fuck with us. That's true, too. She's just tired now. We can't forget the infamous Christmas courtside with Rihanna. That's just... She just could not deal with changing royalty. (laughs) She said, no, I have put up with a lot. She couldn't do that. And I don't feel like you can, you know, hold that against her ass or whatever. But She probably took one good long look at that baby and said, you know, I just... I can't. I thought I could. And I just... I'm going to have to go. He's just being, he's very manipulative towards her, especially. I'm sure women and loads of other people. But that whole leaving them comments underneath them pictures, he's fucking bitches. Like, he's good. You know what I'm saying? He has no short of of a beautiful woman, by the way, still dealing with him on whichever drug. (laughs) I'm sure. You know what I'm saying? I'm and all sure of his that. Instagram nonsense, they will still still have no short of, shortage of hoes right. who will be ready to be by his bedside. But she is the one that got motherfucking away and niggas can't handle that. And so all of that leaving comments under that, and he just knows that people are going to be talking about that for days. And you ain't going to be able to escape people talking about the fact that your ex is still trying to get back with you. He always talks about how, the fact that he put her on, but like, you're the only one who's ever bringing that up. Like, she's never going around talking about i'm chris brown's ex and i do this 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 like for the most part that little girl keeps to herself like i don't never see her in mess until chris brown brings her into it and she didn't really do that much when they were together like just leave let karuji live like y'all are broken up okay like just let her let her go if she has some little trash b-list career or whatever you want to make fun of her just let her have that then why can't she just go flop without you 
Leave her alone, nigga. Further proof again that money doesn't mean shit when it comes to the game of happy. It because really doesn't. He so pressed over could her. Easily be like, I am simply the winner in every one of these situations. Like, you're the winner because you still have a job. Like, you beat someone's ass, a woman's ass, horribly. And you are still able to sell records out here, which many people thought you would never be able to do again. And I enjoy the party song. This girl, yeah, she left you. But she left you because you did her dirty. I mean, she had like, pretty good reason. Publicly. More than once. Like, you <laughs> she had a lot of good reasons. And you can still go get a beautiful girl. So it's like... If all she was was just some pretty face and you was fucking all her friends, then why are you still so worried about her? Then leave her... Is that not further proof to the fact that you should leave her alone then because you weren't very nice? (laughs) (laughs) He's just trash. But whatever. Yeah. So anyway, is that it? Thank God for that baby. She's the greatest. So shady. I just haven't seen enough of royalty. Less Chris Brown and more royalty. More royalty. (laughs) I live for her. Less of most of these assholes and more of St. West throwing up all over everything. I knew that. (laughs) I knew I loved royalty from that side eye in the back of that car. Oh, yes. But it was a combination piece if you get into it because it was a lingering side eye. (laughs) It was the one that starts when you're in the middle of your foolishness, but it stays there until you stop. Like, she kept her eyes on him until he was like, oh, I I guess I look done. And then she turned her back on him. Legend. Icon. I mean, because she was really enjoying herself, and then all of a sudden, here he go. And so she was just like, when you ready to give me my moment back? I don't even... Like, who invited you? You fucked everything up. You ruined... I was in the zone. Everything. Like, she just eased him, like, it in was. his face. I gotta go find that video and favorite it, because it, it, it is excellent. It is excellent. It is fantastic. She's so funny. Like, anyway, that's uh, it for this week. More to come. Let's take a break. Amen. Hey, y'all. There's a famous Abraham Lincoln quote that says, good things come to those who wait. But that's only part of it. The full quote is, good things come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. (laughs) Is that true? Who knows? But if you're a business owner and you want the best people on your team, the same concept applies. Thankfully, ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring so you find qualified candidates fast. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's smart technology finds top talent for your roles right away. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's matching technology starts showing you qualified people for it. There's a lot of really great people out there looking for employment. So let ZipRecruiter give you the hiring hustle you need. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash the read to try it for free. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash T-H-E-R-E-A-D. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So go hire somebody. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. 
Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. So we are back and it is time for our listener letters. It is. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. And I just want to start off really quickly with um, a note from somebody who calls herself Kanye's new hair. And she said that <laughs> I just wanted to let you know that instead of writing in to ask, I just went ahead and broke up with my boyfriend because I knew it's probably what y'all would say anyway. Work. So thanks. You guys generally make great cases for people in their early 20s to focus on themselves and what they need as opposed to investing more time and energy into people and relationships that aren't working. So thanks. Thank you, girl, for going ahead and taking the initiative to break up with that nigga because you already knew what it was. You knew. I mean, odds are that's what we would have You done. sat down to email us and was writing it out and then was like, you know what? Let me just control A because <laughs> I'm just going to call this nigga and tell him we no, need to talk because this is not... Nice. All right, so moving on to our letters. Our first one comes from... Someone who says it's between me or your thumb. What? Her name is Alberta. And she said, what up, Kid Fury and Crystal? I have a huge dilemma. I've been with my boyfriend for a while now, and I have to say, if there was ever a such thing as a perfect man... I know exactly what this letter is. He would be the mold. He's attentive, works hard, and has even stepped up to help me take care of my six-month-old son, and I've never been happier with anyone. This nigga is 24 years old and cannot keep his damn thumb out of his mouth. And the Mm -hmm. fucked up part is that this nigga doesn't even want to try to stop doing it. This shit is absolutely abysmal. How the hell are you going to try to be sexy and get me in the mood while you sitting up sucking your thumb? It's repulsing and I've told him numerous times that I'm turned off by it and it affects the way I view him sexually. And I basically gave him the ultimatum of me or his thumb. And this nigga chose his thumb. (laughs) I guess my question is, am I being insensitive and overdramatic about this by asking him to stop? Or does this nigga need to grow the fuck up and let that thumb sucking shit go? Please help. I've been listening since day one and I love you guys. Alberta, that's a fake name. She's anonymous. I make that up. Oh, you ain't shit. It better be. Well, I don't think you even have to worry about whether you're being insensitive or overdramatic because he already told you he chose his thumb. Damn, what the hell? So. That's so gross. Ugh. Ugh. I could not be with somebody who sucked their thumb. Are we required to answer the question? So would you, so the, the whole issue with somebody sucking their thumb, I felt similarly repulsed when I read this letter. Like the thought of being with somebody whose thumb smells like dried saliva at all times. And with like little chew marks or teeth marks in their nails and <laughs> So here's I the can't. thing. You know, I don't have a problem telling my truth. Okay. When I was maybe maybe like my last few years of high school or early college, like that age range, I used to think guys in my age range who sucked their thumb were cute. Like, I just thought that it was cute that, I don't know, there wasn't, like, I did not need for you to do it by all, by any means, but, like, guys who sucked their thumb when I was that age, I thought that there was something cute about it. Because it was just, like, kitty and, like, young and, like, cute. I just thought, found something, like, adorable about that. 
Then I grew up and <laughs> now if a nigga sucked his thumb, like I just I first of all, when you read it, the first thing I thought of was that smell. Like yeah. your thumb. Because my youngest mm-hmm. brother sucked his thumb until he was ten. And that's not a fun smell, bro. I just remember not only was his thumb always like dry or something like that but sometimes like it it would like crack like like the skin would get damaged and stuff because he sucked his thumb so much so it's like a neurological thing maybe I really don't know I'm not a scientist is it like a a coping mechanism or like a self-soothing type of thing I think it's a self-soothing thing it is because that's why babies do it isn't it I mean I would I I guess I don't truly know. I haven't sucked my thumb since. But see, let me tell you, my brother, my mom and I always joke about this with him because he used to say when he was a kid, when I was, when we would ask him, when are you going to stop sucking your thumb? He would say, when I'm 10. (laughs) He had decided. And when he turned 10, he stopped. He knew. So it wasn't like, it couldn't have been something where he was just like addicted to it and he just couldn't help it because he made a conscious decision years prior yeah. that when I hit double digits is when it's too, <laughs> like, I don't care what the fuck y'all talking about. I'm going to give myself till 10 to figure this that out. That is when I feel and like And then I'm going to let it go. <laughs> and he stopped. So at least your brother had a plan. This man is 24 with no desire to That's stop. Too much. I can't, I can't even consider him the perfect man if he sucks his thumb. That may be petty or small or trivial of me, but that is just, how can you take him anywhere? What if he's just at your parents' house and he just starts sucking his thumb? Maybe he sucked his thumb sometimes when he was asleep. Right. But even then, like I would probably, like, walk into... Like, if he was like, sick or sad into, or right, something like that. sad. Well, I mean, if you fall asleep crying... Oh, sleeping. Like yeah. Like, you were sad when you fell asleep. Right. Like, you were sad or when you fell asleep, asleep, and yeah, so... Yeah, that makes sense. Right. So, so like, occasionally, if I walk into the right, bedroom and you're like, sleeping, you got your thumb aw, in your mouth. Woo, I'm like, woo, woo, woo. Woo, <laughs> woo. But, like, all the time, you're just watching the game or whatever. (laughs) Your thumb is in your mouth. Yeah. That would Mm -mm. get on my nerves in an hour. And the fact that he's, like, willing to abandon a relationship behind it, I guess he has that right, but... He more absolutely has that right. But guess what that is? gross. It is something... It is what we call a shining. Yeah. It it is a shining testament Mm -hmm. to where... That was going. Yep. Oh, did it gleam? Because you like, already have a six-month-old, and here go a man sucking his thumb. So it was like I the mean, universe was maybe. like, "How many kids do you want to raise?" <laughs> That's how I would look at it. Because I just can't deal with you sucking your thumb. I just can't. We're gonna have to move on past that. So the I fact just, that he let you know that he couldn't couldn't do it, he wasn't willing to compromise with you on that. Even though, you know, I know you feel strongly about him and you thought he was so great or whatever, girl, I would cut your losses. Get out now while emotionally it's still easier to break free of him and go meet you somebody who can keep his hands out of his mouth. Like, mm-mm. That's just... The number of germs, right? Like, your he probably has strep throat all the time. Ugh. Your thumb is all, like, ugh. Mm. And you phones know- are nasty. So, our next question, hmm, there's a gay man and then there's a couple in New York City trying to deal with New York City rent, so who should we go with? Hmm. 
Both of them sound depressing. You know, I'm going to go with the gay man because I feel like I don't, I don't choose enough of those stories. So this one comes from Smithers and he says, wow. I made up that name. Okay. I'm 27 and I've been in a relationship with my boyfriend who's 30 for a year now and it's been quite the roller coaster ride. Initially when we first met he was very open about this being his first gay relationship and him never having sex with a man before. Fast forward to about six months in and he goes on a trip with some friends who are gay and doesn't call me for the whole weekend. Mm-hmm. When he got back he told me I'm one of the gay... <laughs> What is the rest of the letter? Why are you even laughing? Because <laughs> you did. Because you said. Because you said. Because you said. Because you said. Like you already know where it's going. <laughs> I am simply listening to the story. When he got back, he told me how one of the guys on the trip hooked up with a random guy they met at a bar. Okay. Keep in mind, this man is also in a relationship and we're friends with both of the men. Aside from telling me about what happened, he was not shy on voicing how attractive he thought the guy from the bar was. After being home for about three days, the boyfriend of the man who cheated found out and our friendship ended in a huge fallout. After the fallout, my boyfriend claimed the guy from the bar reached out to him first, but that was a lie. Ever since then, I've caught him FaceTiming this man and the man was shirtless. He mentioned that the guy wants a friendship with him, but he's open to more. (laughs) And they've both sent text messages to each other about how attractive they are. I was very vocal in expressing how uncomfortable his relationship with this guy is because of how it was initiated. We've blocked and deleted this guy five times, and every single time he adds him back. Then we have to I don't want to be that insecure boyfriend that always nags, but how do I compromise my own feelings or should I even be the one that does the compromising? I love this man so much. Should I suck it up and let him be friends with this man or should I ellipsis? There's already plenty of sucking going on. Signed, scared of lonely. Oh, <laughs> Smithers, I mean. <laughs> Girl, and that's your motherfucking problem now. You scared, scared of lonely. Scared of lonely is your problem. Like, that's your number Because did you read this letter, my Like, nigga? did you hear what you put in into the Y'all email? Y'all have not jointly blocked nobody. You no have blocked. And maybe he has agreed to block them in your he presence. He sat there and blocked so them in front of you. So that he can simply unblock them as soon as you move. <laughs> but... The simple oh, fact no, of baby. this situation is that that nigga is cheating on you. Yes, now, yes. you can leave him. And not even really trying to hide it. He FaceTiming and shit. Like, you know the niggas are texting each other about how fine they are. You see the nigga on FaceTime with his goddamn shirt off. The nigga told you he thinks that the motherfucker is fine and told mm-hmm. you about some shady-ass, shysty behavior that they were in, involved in or whatever that somebody already lost their man over and you don't... Like, that nigga is absolutely cheating on you. If he ain't cheated on you officially yet, it's just coming. It's coming, right. So you can either be like, all right, well, this is finished. Let's move on and go do your own thing. Or you can agree that the nigga is fine and see if maybe you can join in because, like I said... Oh, wow. Many of these niggas, I'm telling you, I don't understand it, and I don't know that I'm at that point say in my life yet where I can even entertain that. I know that I don't want a boyfriend. A man is different. Okay. I could use a man. I could use a man or two. You know what I'm saying? A man, but not your man. I don't want a boyfriend. A man, to me, is somebody who you have a connection with, and it can even be exclusive in the sense of, like, 
this is the nigga I'm dealing with or whatever. I don't want somebody who I have to be like, all right, I'm going to bed now. All right, my plane takes off at 7.05. All right, yeah, well, I didn't get a chance to text you back today because I had to, uh, like, I don't want obligations and responsibilities of having a committed partner. Right. I would like somebody I can go on dates with, be cute with, take pictures together. And if we choose to do that, just the two of us, fine right but i'm not having nobody who i gotta be like and who is this bitch like because if i feel it's that it'll be like all right well y'all have fun yeah this was great i had a really good time myself that's just where i'm at in terms of relationships now i say all that to say that these niggas out here most of the ones i know that have been in committed relationships with somebody for many years it's because they do shit together because some niggas just can't help but be a hoe. Now, oh, that's not that's everybody. Sad. I know lots of people, gay relationships, men who are yeah. in committed relationships and, as far as I know, are yeah. monogamous. But few, few, few and oh so far between. Right. So. I think you have to acknowledge that this man is cheating or shall continue to cheat. And so what you have to really decide is, are you okay with that? That's, you wrapped it up. So <laughs> nice. Well, I appreciate your insight, though, because you, you be knowing. I'm just trying to give you an alternative. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it ain't like you're never going to see somebody out on the street besides your boyfriend that you think is fine as fuck. This one, Some people just choose thing. to be like, so you want to do this or what? Because like, <laughs> right. And I doubt you're one of those people. It doesn't sound like that. You sound a lot like myself and being a, a hopeless romantic or somebody who can't see your man fucking somebody else or whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. which is fair too. But that nigga is going to fuck FaceTime homie. Yeah. You ain't got to worry That's about gonna happen. being nagging like about cheating. That's not a nag. <laughs> If y'all have sat there together and blocked this man on his phone and then the man mysteriously keeps getting unblocked five times, it's just time to face reality, sir. Like, it's just time to go ahead and come face to face with what the situation actually is. He's definitely cheating. So are you cool with it or are you not? And make your decision from there. I know you don't want to be lonely. I know you don't want to be alone. I know you don't want to be hurt. But you're going to be all those things and in a shitty relationship. Like, Which, being in a relationship isn't going to change any of that from happening for you. Like, you can spend however many months, maybe longer than that, adjusting to being by yourself for a minute and then realize how fun <laughs> that shit is. Or you could endure this for longer than that and yeah. be miserable running up after this nigga and his phone every second of every day. Yeah. While he is absolutely putting his dick in people that are not you. That is going to, like, (laughs) it is just going to happen. Yeah. I'm not wasting no time on no back and forth when none of these niggas, especially if you can't do shit for me (laughs) that I can't do for myself. Especially. So. Mm, mm, mm. That's a word right there. All you can really do for me is hopefully break my back down and treat me, you know what I'm saying? And treat me to maybe a nice date. Well, damn. But that is not something that nobody, any nigga could do that. Right. So, as far as that whole back and forth goes with the rest of these hoes, mm-hmm. I'm not doing it. What no. I'm laying out to you right now is that, nigga, I know you're cheating because I'm not stupid. And if you are not cheating, what you're doing is incredibly inconsiderate. and It's disrespectful it's to your disrespectful. relationship. It's out of line. So, it will end. Or I will leave. Which one? 
Know that if you say that you want these things to continue and I stay here, and we continue to have a problem, that there will be no more conversation. Yeah, no. There will be slow singing and there will be additional <laughs> flower bread. <laughs> well, don't go snapped on that nigga, but keep your word, you know? No, I'm totally you... kidding. Leave him. <laughs> I mean, I watched a lot of snapped and sometimes... I love them. A lot of those episodes, I'll be like, I don't see the problem. <laughs> Don't I don't see. a lot of them I don't see the alternative. I don't see another right. option. Some of them are like, Well, you were just one dumb bitch and this like you took an insurance policy out on your husband two weeks ago and now he did. Okay, girl. You right. did not. Okay, so all right, girl. But some of them do. are just like, I would have killed him way faster than this. <laughs> like, I don't know what took you so long. <laughs> but, Relationships ending, that sucks. Breakups suck, but you will smile again. Things will be happy again. You will adjust to being alone. You will find joy in being by yourself if you do it right. Work on that shit first. You should be happy being alone. If you cannot be happy being alone, you have no business being in a relationship. Work on that shit I promise you, once you are good being alone, like alone, alone. Man, it's everything. And you're just like, I I, I love this. I actually kind of prefer it. Like once you get to that place, you will deal with these types of things with such finesse. It will be (laughs) like nothing to you because it will mean nothing for that nigga to not be in your life because you're doing damn good alone. So good luck to you. I hope you find the strength to leave because that's honestly what you need to do. I mean, the nigga basically did everything. But I mean, he on keeps unblocking the nigga and talking to him anyway. Come and, on, and you, you are still fi- you're finding out like you know. I can't. I'm, I'm trying to think of finding my nigga doing some shit like this and being like, oh, it's okay, no big deal, and I just don't see it. All right, our last letter comes from Shishi, who says that's a fake name also. who says I'm in a pickle my boyfriend of almost five years and I have been trying to move from our Harlem apartment for three months it's been difficult because as you both know rent in New York City is astronomical and we don't earn enough to pay anybody's $1,400 for a tiny ass apartment that's black ass right ain't it Enter his aunt, who has close to six figures sitting in her bank accounts. She very generously gave us $10,000 to cover our deposits, broker fees, and any moving fees. All right. And she doesn't want a dime of it back. Work. Here's the rub. His family is low-key racist. They're black Puerto Ricans who refuse to acknowledge their own blackness. I'm black American from Louisiana. They even relay with pride anecdotes about how white or Latina white or lighter Latino folks sometimes talk shit about them in Spanish, not realizing, not realizing that they also understand and speak it. And they have such glee in their faces when they say, no, I'm not black. I'm Puerto Rican. As if those two things are mutually exclusive. After realizing this about his family a few years ago, I purposely began to keep my distance. You can see from my Abby. Oh yeah, she does. She has included a picture here that I am a peanut butter colored black woman and my boyfriend has about the same skin tone. Not only that, his mother is proper dark skinned and I would have mistaken his whole family for black Americans if not for their accents. So their denial of their blackness is particularly frustrating, especially because they feel like I can relate, especially because they feel like I relate to them as a whole entire proud black American because don't get it twisted. Okay. My question is this, how am I supposed to deal with these folks? I'm 100% grateful for all that money and it will help us immeasurably, but they are so disrespectful to black people, even though they are black themselves, that I really don't want to have anything to do with them. To make matters worse, they love me because they see how happy my boyfriend is after a bunch of bad relationships. So they try to make me feel welcome, but I sort of feel like this money was used to put us on a leash. Please help. Signed, she, she. 
Well, girl. So. You are in a pickle. <laughs> kind of. I'm not going to waste any time talking about, you know, the ins and outs of colorism and the Caribbean No, she did a pretty good job of describing it. I just, I feel like we've done it and there's still so much to say that I don't feel like saying, but what I will say is you should probably have a conversation with your man about how you feel about these types of things and, you know, see if he can be the one separate from you to have that conversation with them. I would not be surprised if he does not see the problem in it. I wouldn't be surprised Mm -hmm. if he's just so used to hearing it that he doesn't even realize or even consider that that would be something that offends you. Um, And honestly, they probably don't see the problem in it. I'm sure they don't even consider that shit to be racist or a problem in any way, shape, or form. So, you can take the L and be the fuck quiet and deal with that shit every time you hear him in, you know, acknowledgement that plenty of people don't like their in-laws. You could just rest in on that and just be like, you know what? I'm not crazy about them. At least they like you. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, there could be that. Girl, this is $10,000. <laughs> that may not be nothing to a whole bunch of people, but when it comes time to moving in New York City, that's about what you're going to need yeah. to to get shit together. And so you and your man have been together for five years. It seems like you're probably going to be around for a while. I would kind of look at it like I'm going to take this money because truly I do need to move and I need the help, like take the assistance that you need from the people who can give it to them. But that doesn't mean, you know, you got to let all their dumb shit slide or just let them say whatever racist or ignorant shit that they want to or let them act like they're not black. Like, it maybe just means that you don't get all up in their face hollering and screaming and, you know, wagging your finger and all that. But it doesn't mean you can't still say shit when you feel like they're being fucked up or saying something racist. Like, I mean, I at don't, the very least. You ain't have to give up the money or nothing. Without calling them out, you could always, you know, just say, you know, this is how that type of talk makes me feel. Like, I am a black girl, and when you say certain things like this, it makes me feel kind of uncomfortable or disrespected or dismissed or whatever. So it's really driving home the idea that this is something that is bothering you. Um, Yeah. I just can't give you an idea of how that conversation will go. Because many people are not receptive to it, Mm -hmm. especially people from the islands. And they don't think that there's anything wrong with it, but they keep this stuff up all of the time. (laughs) So it's either not saying shit and keeping your, you know, keeping yourself out of the way because of that money, if that's what you want to do, or you find the most easy drama free way of addressing it yeah i would i would honestly would just say things when i felt like it was appropriate to correct them especially if somebody said something to me directly that was incorrect or racist then i would feel the desire or the need to correct that but in general i would just limit my time around them niggas like you ain't got to live with them yeah. you ain't got to be over there so take their money and go set up your apartment with your man and, and be happy you know have a good life and engage with them as little as possible if that's what you have to do right good luck to you send your questions to ask the reader gmail.com we'll be back
Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time if it's been on your mind to give it a try. Celebrate May Mental Health Awareness Month and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of the read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80 and to show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8. Zero. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. So we're back. It is time for the read. It is. Do you want me to go so, first? I don't have real ones today, so it's up to you. I just have two small things to say. Go right ahead. Okay. Are any of them related to Kim Burrell? Not at all. Go for I it. I wasn't going to talk about that at all. Oh, shit, I just realized we didn't do that in the Hot Topics. Ha! Well, so on to my reads that have nothing to do with that this week. Uh, First of all, Nintendo, girl. I got the Super Mini NES thing for Christmas (laughs) with the preloaded games on it or whatever. Yes. It's perfect for me. I've had the old Nintendo before. I like this new tiny thing. I like the games it comes preloaded with. I don't care that it doesn't have Tecmo Bowl or whatever. Thousand percent sure I know what your read is going to be. It's perfect for me. I just do not understand why these niggas shipped it with one controller and this short ass cord. I knew it. I I don't get it. I could have told you that. I was like, so how am I supposed to play Super Mario Brothers with one controller, girl? Like, really? Whoever does that? Like, you can't do not even the old Mario like with one controller you can't do the pal it's not fun without Luigi in there with you the Mario 3 which is like my favorite video game of all time and then so not only do I not have another controller so I have to play it by myself which is okay until my other controller comes from Amazon but that cord is so fucking short that you are like right up on your you TV have to be in the television praise God for Amazon because they sell these cords that are like six feet long and they just right. plug in and so I just got it today so it's a lot more fun playing from a distance but I just don't understand y'all knew we was gonna need this y'all knew y'all know that ain't nobody's TV nobody sits that close to their TV like that TVs are not eye level to us no more y'all know that why would y'all do this I don't don't know where they came from it doesn't make any sense to me but it's been frustrating the fuck out of me because I've been I've been having a great time with that little box otherwise I know a lot of people feel like it's a rip off and it's garbage and this 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 price it is I don't think so it was perfect for me the type of video gamer i am i'm the type of person who's been trying to justify buying a playstation for months but i can't find any non-shooter or non-scary games to play with it so 
Because you're not. So the Nintendo Mini was perfect for me. I just wish you niggas had been just a little bit more considerate about the length of these cords and the number of controllers. That's all. That's just like, it's Nintendo. Don't tell me y'all ain't got it in the budget. Like, come on. That was just a poor decision. So, and secondly, something I'm sure I've discussed before on this show, but... It bears repeating, especially around this time of year. Men, your dicks are not that big. Please close your fucking legs on the subway. It is crowded in this bitch. Everybody is taking the train these days because it's cold outside. The white people who normally ride their bikes everywhere are on the train. People like me who normally walk everywhere on the train. There is no more space for you to spread out and let your nuts breathe all the way up to Washington Heights or the Bronx, girl. Close your fucking legs. Move your dick. Sit it on top of your thigh or whatever you have to do. Tuck it. I don't care. But just close your fucking legs on the fucking train. Men be on the train and it's a whole fucking row of like 20 seats and there'll be five men with their knees spread across like damn near touching each other for what what are y'all doing that for do you want me to believe that you have like a tree trunk in between your legs and you just need that much space for your dick to hang pick it up girl close your fucking legs I mean, you should still be able to you can move you it can you not move it anyway I'm you can move it. it's pliable i know that i know it i know it can be mushed and moved in different directions move it and close your fucking legs that's it. I'm done. Okay. I was all. Kim Burrell. Kim Burrell led, I guess, what you would call a sermon at her church in Houston. Love and Liberty Fellowship Church International. some point during this sermon Love Liberty. she was recorded preaching against the quote perverted homosexual spirit and the spirit of delusion and confusion because it has deceived many men and women she says I want you to know that this I just can't call it. It's a rant. It was more of a rant to me. I feel like rant is an appropriate word. It was just so aggressive. Like, she's basically up here hollering about, you know, any man that would have another man's penis in his face, that's perversion. It's a sin. (laughs) Any woman who would put her face in another woman's breasts, and it's perversion. And, like, going on this, like, long, drawn-out tirade about homosexuals and how it's perverted and it's confusion and we need to, you know, to free these people or they need to free themselves and we got to start making the church look bad and all of these things. I'll get to more of it in a sec. Either way. Okay. It was quite enough for her to get dragged like the following day mm-hmm. so she hopped on i want to say it was instagram live could have been facebook live i didn't facebook. see any little hearts so i'm guessing it was that one yes um and you know she looked distraught disheveled and she begins to i wouldn't even say explain herself but she starts talking about it and this fake ass smiley I'm so saved 
Phaedra Park's one-on-one oh, ass attitude. God. <laughs> I'm just going to wait for everybody to log on. Yes. Oh, hi, babies. Oh, I know. I am fine. Don't you? We are going to talk all about it. You yeah. Kim, shut up. So from there, she starts to talk about how, you know, old people are the enemy. The enemy didn't show the full video. And that they are just trying to, you know, they're trying to get people who have loved her to stop supporting her by, like, spreading lies and all of this type of shit. She says, Oh, girl. If you watch the video, anybody who, you know, has the spirit of gay or who supports the gay... She says, I never, I never said LGBT. I said S-I-N. Kim, Kimberly, Kimmy, what? <laughs> like, what? first of all, you never said sin. You said homosexuality was perverted. Homosexual, like, homosexuals take up a large group of the LGBT. Homosexuals are the L, the G, and sometimes the T. So, what did you think? You didn't have to say LGBT. That's like if I was to be like, I didn't say fruit, I said oranges. It was implied. Like, oranges are a fruit. Are they are, right. You didn't it's, have to use the, the acronym in order to be talking about us, girl. You didn't have to say lesbians to mean dykes or whatever else. Like, shut up. I never said that gay people were going to hell. I never once in my life said I have a problem with gay people. I never said they were going to hell. So why is it all of this? And why are people mad and blah, blah, blah? Sweetheart, you did. First of all, again, that was implied. You didn't have to out your mouth to say that gay people were going to hell. And even if you didn't say it, even if you didn't imply it, what you still said was horrible like you act like what you said was some sweet nice way of trying to save souls and it wasn't you damning people and saying that they're lost they're confused and they need to be saved before the end of their lives like girl you were up on stage ha la ring about homosexuality being perverted and we're perverts and we're all of this type of stuff and how can you do this and that's gay and this is wrong and if you say yes then you're this type of person and all of this other fuck shit like girl what you said was wretched and you knew that people would feel a way about it you just forgot their phones got cameras on them Mm -hmm. now and that somebody you didn't expect for that shit to hit the internet and go viral and for you to get dragged by it because you knew that your ass had to be on ellen in a couple of days and whoops no actually not and i'm sure that ellen for no other ellen would not have known about that for any other reason ellen probably didn't even know kimberell was on the show that day like you know what i'm saying the internet absolutely was like Can I speak to Mr. Generous, please? (laughs) So I don't know if you've been on the internet today, but get her ass off. We want it down now, right now. Like you were just on fucking Frank Ocean's album singing Mm. whatever. Now his mama out here cussing you out saying she wants you removed. Crop her off. Like get her off. (laughs) (laughs) So 
You knew exactly what you were saying and you fucking meant that shit. You just didn't expect for it to hit the internet or for you to get dragged by it. You flat out said you feel like the enemy is just, oh, all of these people who have loved me and know who I am and who might not want to support me anymore. That's what you're worried about. You're worried about the loss of support and you fucking deserve it because you up on stage preaching intolerance. Girl, what? Are you fucking kidding me? First of all, you should be lucky and you've worked in the music industry long enough to have been working alongside gay people, having gay people have you not out here looking like Nikki Parker all the time. Mm. You work with gay people and for gay people when it benefits you, when it'll put a dollar in your motherfucking pocket, when it'll have people paying attention to your voice and your sound and your brand talking about, oh, well, I don't have a Grammy. And da, 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 da. like, what are you actually worried about? What does a Grammy have to do with it? What does that have to do with anything? Oh, well, I wasn't, people know the type of person that I am. And, you know, I was just doing what God called me to do. And, you know, Diddy, like, can we, let's, let's, let's turn around just for a second and, and let's stop here. Uh-oh. Did he call you? Because this isn't even direct. This isn't directed at Kim Burrell specifically. I feel like there are a lot of people in the church or in the churchy environment who just preach because they feel like they can or they've been around it long enough and they know how to, you know, what inflections to put in their voice and when to yell and when to speak in tongues. And they feel like they kind of have like a structure of it. And so then they will do it. Now, I don't think that there's anything wrong with preaching if you feel compelled to go and do it. But I don't feel like you need to be saying that God called you or you're you're doing God's work. God, God definitely called you to sing. Oh, yes. He did give you that. That, he was very clear in what he wanted you to do with that whole thing. I don't believe that God is just out here calling every single one of these people who are saying they're doing God's work. Or I'm just do I'm just doing what God has called me to do. I'm, I'm just repeating what he has told me. God is like, I, I didn't add in all that extra shit. Like, I don't know. <laughs> you're freestyling. We didn't have a conversation about last night. I don't know what you're talking about. Either way, another thing that pissed me off about what she said is how she said that it's nothing personal. Like, people ain't going to make her seem like she's this and the third or whatever because it's not anything to be mad about. What she was saying was nothing personal. It was about sin, the sin in you and the sin in me. It wasn't anything personal, but you personally called out Eddie Long and talked about how he looks now and saying, well, nobody would be talking about how you got AIDS if it wasn't for the homosexual who came out and told all your business about what you was doing and da 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 But you came right back on Facebook Live the next day talking about it's nothing personal and you weren't even talking about, you were talking about your church and like specifically the members of your church. Eddie Lana, go to your goddamn church, girl. Like, you called that nigga out and imply that he has AIDS, which he has not. Uh, has anybody confirmed that that man has AIDS? I mean, whose business is it? Who is Kim Besides, Burrell to even be speaking on that? Nobody. I think Sherry Shepard's dumbass did something similar recently, too. I heard on, like, the Ricky Smiley Don't show. Don't make me someplace. defend like, Eddie Long. Good God. I won't do it. But at the end of the day, that's just some more shit that we have to deal with simply being gay. Even last year, when I was in the hospital for the IBS, which can I say is kicking my ass today. Sidebar on a sidebar. I think that people think IBS means that you just shit on yourself all the time. I have not shit on myself since like eight, since I wore diapers. Okay. Since I had things on to catch them. That's good. So that is not... It is a pain that I don't think many people really 
understand. Right. It is kicking my ass. Anyway, Sorry. when I went to the hospital last year for that, and I talked about it because I feel like we missed the show or the show was late or something because of it, I was like, I know I'm getting HIV rumors. I just know that I am. I know I am. Because wow. any gay, especially a gay man of color, once they're in the hospital for anything, you could have cut your finger, chopping onions, anything. You in the hospital for anything. Nigga, don't take a picture of me in this bed. Don't tell nobody that I was here because they're going to start talking about I got AIDS. Without fail. I see it happen to people all the time. Not just me. Anybody. People, Gay people do that to each other. They be seeing each other in the oh, hospital yeah. or somebody and be like, Ooh, that was oh, not God. a Virginia house. Like, It does happen. And that's why. Just because we're gay and there's this stereotype that we all got AIDS and blah, blah, blah. There's plenty of things that could be going on to that man and have him look like that. But people just assume it's AIDS because of that. And here you are perpetuating that same ignorance and bullshit. But you want me to think now because you got dragged and Ellen said, no, thanks. No, girl, you won't be up here on this same ass stage that you thought you was getting ready to sing about. Now, all of a sudden, you want to switch stories around and it wasn't anything personal. And, you know, it's all about that making the church look bad. If homosexual, if homosexuality is perverted, if it's perversion and confusion and delusion and we're all sinners and all this type mm-hmm. of stuff, then how do you think you making the church look working with these people, making money off of these people, going to them for promotion? Which mm-hmm. one is it? I am so tired of people in a church, especially black women in churches who want to have one side on the fence and another side on the fence with this, oh, oh, well, you know, we can love the sinner and and hate the sin. Yeah. You can't. You can't. First of all, who actually told you that I'm sinning? We've had countless conversations. Again, I'm not going over them because I don't feel like I need to and you ain't gonna do shit to me. But... We've talked about this and the inaccuracies and the hypocrisy behind church homophobia for so long that at this point, if you are still doing it, it is because you choose to. I still believe in my heart of hearts that people, especially people within the black church, know what it's like to struggle. They know what it's like to be put aside. They know what it's like to be, you know what I'm saying, treated and thrown around like shit. So they take the power where they can. And the power is shitting on people who they feel like because of these couple of words in here, it makes me above you. But what about the whole sin not being one, not being greater than the other? Oh, that part doesn't count. Oh, that 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 was that testament and that. Oh, okay, that's that's what you're running with this year. Cool. Cool. All right. And then you wonder why you married these motherfuckers Mm. and they going and fucking niggas and not saying anything to you because you sitting up in here right next to their motherfucking asses or are one of them in church every Sunday preaching and clapping to Kim Burrell and her fucking bag of bullshit. Gay people are not going anywhere. It is not something that you just choose to sign up for. They don't bring you a pamphlet. There isn't a clipboard involved where you just sign up for the gay and that is just where you choose. People, Gay people are going to be around for as long as the earth and life on it exists. It is just something that happens. So you can be a backwards-ass, hypocrite-ass Christian and be trying to damn people to places that you can't put them and continue to have people hiding in the shadows, marrying and fucking your asses, and then you want to be up here cheering in the front row of a goddamn Tyler Perry movie when he writes about that shit like you didn't have nothing to do with the reasons behind this bullshit being the way that it is today 
Right. I don't give a fuck about any of that type of shit, girl. If that's how you feel, you are entitled to it. I'm not going to fight you on what you feel like God has told you or the conversations you have with God because what he asked for you is for you. What he asked for me is for me. I don't know how God works. I don't know why he does certain things that he does. I don't know why he had 15 people drop dead in like a matter of a week right before we got here. Like, I don't know what he does. But what I do know is that when I get to talking to him, he will say, hey, mind your goddamn business. Like, uh, he will say, mind your me damn business. Like, <laughs> Shut up and do what I told you to do. So the same way, I don't know if God has called you to preach. You don't know what God has called me to do. You don't know the type of relationship. And that's why I don't, I don't base my Christianity or my faith in God on what I hear in church. Just you growing are, mm-hmm. up in church, I know I don't need to. I have seen enough from pastors, elders, mm. youth, choir, everybody. Just everybody at the church and heard enough. If it wasn't your business, it was you spreading somebody yeah. else's business. If the church that you're so worried about the way that it looks and it's embarrassing, if that is where I need to be basing my faith or my relationship, my closeness with God, then he better bless me as quick as possible. I don't do it. I have a spiritual relationship outside of church that exists outside of church and your opinions and your sermon of the week and how you feel. I don't feel confined to the religious ideas of what Christianity should be based on Kim Brown and her motherfucking ideas. So you really that worried about SIN? I say start with you. Start with you getting ready to get back on Facebook Live lying like we didn't hear what the fuck your ass said when we watched the fucking video. Stop going to sinners for money and then acting like <sighs> they need to change their lives and they need to do this differently and they need to do different that. But I didn't have to when I cut you a check. Worry about yourself. That's it. That's all I'm saying. If you feel like you need to use the quote unquote word to beat somebody else up to build yourself, that is your business. And I think that you should probably talk to God about it first. And while I'm in the ballpark, oh, Tamar Braxton. I don't even know. All you had to do was shut your ass up. That's it. That's all you had to do is shut your ass up. So many people are so quick to jump to this woman's defense, A, because it's church related. And Mm -hmm. so many people are just afraid to say, well, I don't fully understand this or I don't understand this way of preaching. Let's have a conversation about it before I just say, no, not in the Bible. It's wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not what my pastor said. Get that demon shit out of here. Like, I get it. I understand being literally being God fearing. But at some point, there has to be a progression in the way that we not only preach and express and treat Christianity, but how we treat other Christians. Mm. People are just not choosing to do that whole thing. And on top of that, Kim Burrell is a great singer. Mm-hmm. So people love her for that and because they saved that doesn't change anything. Tamar, you should have stayed your ass out of it. She wanted to get on Instagram talking about, well, everybody knows that I'm down for the cause and Ray, Ray, Ray. But, you know, I don't know why y'all so mad at her because most of y'all voted for Trump. What? 
No, most of us didn't, girl. Hillary Clinton won the popular vote by almost three million. First of all, like overwhelming, not overwhelming only numbers. Did most people vote for Hillary Clinton? But most of the people who voted. Do you know who you're speaking to? Like the people who are mad at Kim Burrell probably wouldn't be Trump. Certainly voters. did not vote for Trump. In fact, Trump voters probably made became new stands. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Trump voters probably printed all of that, like a transcript of that sermon on Razorback tanks. And, oh God, and watch her perform at the inauguration. <laughs> like damn, they probably called her up already. You know what I'm saying? So what are you talking about? Like you came completely out of left field talking about, well, that's just the way, you know, that's how the church is. And we need to be talking about that. And that, no, we don't. We've been talking about it. We said everything that we motherfucking need to say. It's not much brand new information that's been added to the goddamn equation. So we said this shit <laughs> 5 million times last year and all of the years prior to that Tamar, nothing's different. It is the same shit. We've been saying it. Nobody feels different. Nobody needs new eye awakening conversation. Kim Burrell is mad old. Like nothing is, she knows what she's saying and she, she knows does. what that shit means. She feels that way, period. Nobody's gonna say nothing different to make her feel that way. And that's fine. All it boils down to is mind your black motherfucking good black ass bottom of the goddamn line business, girl. That's all you have to do. Sweep your porch. Sweep yours. Sweep your own porch. Get out a vacuum. Get out a, a dust. What is it? A dust bunny, dust sweeper, swiffer sweeper. Yeah. Sweep duster. Dust, dust buster. Dust buster. Bust the dust around your own goddamn <laughs> veranda before you worry about what the fuck it is that I am doing. Period. You don't have any place to help me. Guess what? You can preach all you want to, but when you die, girl, you still gonna have to go up, and somebody's gonna look at that list like, mm, mm. "All right, hold on. Let it's me check this one light. over here." B B U R. Burrell, comma K I M. Well, I don't have a heaven to hell to put you in, so I don't it's know about K, all that. It's but like girl, who who do you think? And Shut actually, up. as somebody who built her whole career off of impersonating a gay man, Tamar should have been the first one to defend y'all as opposed to trying to defend the shit that Kim Burrell said. And she swears up and down that she wasn't defending it because she, again, semantics. I didn't say that. But I saying just that's kidding. just how the church is, that's just how some of the elders are, that is, though. That's, you're excusing You're excusing it. it. But, like, girl... And Everything about you, you got from gay men. You ought to be the first one up here with some black gay lives matter posts and talking about you condemning hate speech and this is wrong and gross. You ought to be the first one. Not only that, which I will circle back around to, you excused it with a, a horrible, like a, a excuse that didn't even, <laughs> not even a good one. Like you did, it's like, it was almost like Kim Burrell texted her and was like, hurry up and text her, help me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the first thing who that came do I to know mind. who's good with the gays anybody so but I'm glad that you said that because people like to make it seem like, you know who comes to mind hmm. Kiki Black oh fuck not Palmer methamphetamine ass <laughs> Palmer and her black ass nigger games she was just on like the shade room posted her with her motherfucking fake ass oh deep existential ass <laughs> reading rainbow ass fucking tweets talking about 
I just about Chris Brown and Soldier Boy. I hate seeing our black men fight like this, and I hate even more that we encourage it. Oh, girl! <laughs> Instagram was like, "Girl, wasn't you just fight with a bad girls club like four days ago? You didn't you just argue with the basketball wife's chick mm-hmm. like less than a week ago and call her crazy? Oh, but y'all ain't gonna call me out because the gag is the gag, oh, no. and what I gagged upon <laughs> was that the true gag of gags was that." <laughs> Gag. She had the nerve to follow that shit up talking about I changed my I turned my pettiness into a stand-up show and a catchphrase. Sweetheart, you didn't you, that's not a catchphrase. You didn't turn that into anything. No. That is just something that gay men said. While you're sitting here worried so much about black men, you took a black you took black gay men's terminology and cl- are still claiming it as your own after being called out on it countless times and being petty about it and like favoriting shady shit about it and completely basically saying fuck y'all if you don't like me because the gag is i don't give a fuck right but now we're supposed to be feeling what you said what are you talking about you not only argue with megan james from bad girls club you started it by saying something about her when you watched the show which you were entitled to right but you watch a show that is literally about bitches beating each other up And then commented about one of them. And when she came to defend herself, you called her bipolar and overweight. So you're making fun of her body and mental health. But you want us to take you seriously because you allegedly don't want Chris Brown and Soulja Boy to fight for charity in a boxing ring? Shut your ass up, girl. The true gag of things here is that you stole this alleged catchphrase and you would like to be made to feel like there's nothing wrong with it. White people aren't the only ones who can appropriate culture, darling. That's exactly what the fuck you're doing. And while you are out here acting as if you came up with that shit, them same motherfuckers who are treating you like you really came up with that shit are the same bitches who agree with the shit that Kim Burrell said. Y'all motherfuckers are so lit for ballroom shit, for voguing shit, for shade and tea and reads and all of this fucking, this vocabulary of terminology, the fucking body language and the dips this and yas honey and all of this shit, but y'all will be the first Portia Stewart Williams (laughs) Phaedra Parks homophobic ass motherfuckers out here to say shady shit about gay people all day long 2017 is your last year my nigga i'm not having it keep your tea and your hunties girl and put back on your fucking new balances because we ain't taking you to go and buy no more pumps fuck you fuck the fucking train you rode in on i would never in my life spend a dime or a dollar on a kim burrell anything or a tamar braxton and i can't imagine that kiki palmer will ever be doing anything that i would even be compelled <laughs> to spend my money on and any one of you fake ass drag queen black ass heifers out here who feel it on your heart as well to be leaving us out to dry when you want to sashay your motherfucking ass away or Shantae and do all of this fucking RuPaul's drag race ass commentary every goddamn week you can happily and passionately join their black asses in the back of the motherfucking vehicle and I'm done I'm just going to say two things about that. First of all, I know it's a lot of self-hating black gays who have been defending Kim Burrell's comments, black gay men, lesbian women, bisexuals, acting like this is fine. And 
this is no big deal and this is just how the church is. Basically the same thing Tamar said. And I just want y'all to know it doesn't have to be this way. You can love yourself and love God and have a relationship with God at the same time. You don't have to hate yourself because the church told you to, girl. So I just want y'all to know that before you get on Facebook thumb thugging on behalf of a bitch who really said all of y'all was going to die. Like, before you do that... Maybe just think about like emphatically. It's like, possible that you can love yourself and still have a relationship with your creator and and not have to have the stress of people telling you that who you are is inherently wrong. And she want to reference that I delivered shit as if it was like Oh girl, as if that was anything first of all, real. Everybody still knows that that nigga was lying. He's a ble- like his lip gloss is popping. What are you talking about? But you would rather You would rather gay people, whether it's, you know, clear or not that they're gay, you would rather they say that and live a lie. Yep. Yep. Than to just be like, this is who I am, girl, and I still love God and I'm... Their actual position is, is if if God made you gay, then okay, your, 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 your punishment in life is to sit there and deal with your homosexuality and be miserable and single and sexless for all your life and then your existence is okay. Because no. God is so awesome they can and kiss he's so, ass, like God loves you so much that he just wanted you to have a lonely, loveless life. Full of torment and hating yourself and wondering why you were ever born. That's, yeah, God wanted you And also show up every Sunday oh, and, yeah. and, pay, and put money in pay, the bucket. Put your money oh, yeah. into the foundation of this place where you get to listen bring to them Bring all tell the tithes into my house so that, that there may be hell. meat in my house. Or they'll tell you to bring your gay ass coins in here. Drop them off at the altar. Take your gay ass to iTunes. Help them Buy sing. my records. Oh, Kimberrell knows good and fucking well that if not for gay black men, she wouldn't have a career. The overwhelming majority of unmarried black men who go to church on a regular basis are homosexual as fuck, and we all know it. So let's stop acting like any of these girls would have a career if not for the gay men. Just stop it, because we all know better. They've directed you. They have played your fucking organ. They have done all of these things, and y'all never have a problem with that. And you smile and do all of this fake-ass shit in their fucking faces, and then this is how you feel. Some people like Kimbrell will come right out and say it out of their mouth, and plenty of y'all, even motherfuckers listening to this very show, who have probably been listening to this show for years, agree with that. And I'm here to tell you that you can no longer. Like, you don't have to come Mm -hmm. back, because I don't need that kind of support, and trust that you won't be getting any of mine either. Just know it. Your job as a Christian, you are not called to demonize other people. You are not called to judge other people. You don't need to worry about who's a sinner and who is not. It is love thy neighbor. 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 Not sinner. Neighbor. Because that's you too, right? You wanted to come back and say, God hates the sin in you and me. All right. so since we've established that each and every one of our motherfucking asses is sinners, neighbor is what he said. Meaning, right next to me next to me level ground me and you we right by each other so worry more about being compassionate and sharing love and being welcoming to people rather than hollering and talking about people's penises and and their faces or whatever accusing people of having aids and and all types of shit that you don't even know the answer to like you don't even really know the truth behind but now oh shit a publicist or a manager or a cousin done called you and told you that that paypal account is looking real dim (laughs) girl fuck you fuck you fuck your church Mm. and fuck anybody who has a problem with it yeah 
And God didn't call me to say that. I took it upon myself to. Right. Talking about God hates the sin in you and me. But you didn't sit up here and condemn yourself to death in 2017 for your sinful ways. You did it to the rest of us. The enemy cut it off. Oh. <laughs> the enemy only had there was a reason that there was that only that one part of the video okay why girl. is that oh, the, the and after that you just turned it all around and said all oh, that stuff I just said would be crazy like right. <laughs> psych <laughs> like girl shut it went, up bitch, shut up you said it and you fucking meant it and I would have <laughs> rather you much like racists and other intolerant motherfuckers just come out and you know what? When Nene Leak said, I said what I said, they really that was, was some word. bullshit at the time because it was stupid. Of What she said was some bullshit. But the, <laughs> but the phrase, phrase itself is so fitting for you so many it. reasons. I said what I had said. And I'm not changing it. Just come forward and say that. Yeah. Nobody, nobody was even this surprised. This apology was garbage. Her, her justifications were trash. Her I didn't say LGBT. Were non-existent. Bitch, shut up. That shows you how little you give a fuck or even know about what you're talking <laughs> about, girl. You said homosexuals. You didn't have to say LGBT, sweetheart. What? And use the same man-written Bible to condemn us that says that a woman like her Don't has absolutely no authority over any man and has no permission to teach and oh. should be submissive and obedient in the church. And that's in the Old Testament and New. the same one that condemns us condemns you having and running a church. Why? So who the fuck do you think you are? This is not new motherfucking information. This isn't brand new. We have talked about all of these things. Not we, me and you, people. Right. People with sense and mouths and progressive minds have spoken about this time and time and, and time again. And the church always are like the intolerant people in the church anyway always come back with either some excuse or they just don't respond to it at all. So why is it that we get to ignore everything that you are doing literally in the house of God that is considered uh, sinful or abomination or unclean? or n- Why do we get to look over all of that? But me sitting here in a very crisp suit <laughs> every looking Sunday, nice. <laughs> looking nice, listening to the word, appreciating the relationship that I have with God. I got to be the one who's going to nail. I'm the pervert. I'm delusional. I need to be free. I need to be lost. You sound like the one who's confused because you don't know if you want to take my money or you want to send me to hell. I've had this conversation with a lot of people who feel the way Kim Burrell does. And what they say when I present them with that argument is, well, that's different because that was from an older time and it's up to interpretation. And this is, and I'm like, are you fucking kidding are you serious? So you can justify that because as far as you're concerned, women should be able to run different ministries and preach and all that, which we all totally agree with because what would the black church be without black women? But then when it comes time to something else, all of a sudden that logic just don't apply no more. How can you apply? Well, it was a different time and it was written by these people in this context or whatever else to this situation, but not to any other. How does that work? Every excuse I have ever heard from the church has always been nonsense. So at some point, again, I am not begging a single Christian, Muslim, Jew. I don't want I don't want or need anybody to agree with the way that I'm living my life. I have a relationship with the God that I serve Mm -hmm. outside of the house that I sit in. So there's nothing that you're going to say that is going to change any of that for me for yourself. 
as a person and as an alleged Christian, you should be worrying about bigger and better things and stop lying and being messy and coming up with excuses and gossiping and backbiting and doing all of this stuff that the same ass book speaks against. But I'm the problem. Like, when do you address that what you are saying does not make sense? Right. Because I'm cool. Like... They'll find their own justifications for it time and time again. You can present them with logic and they just won't care, which is why usually the argument is not even worth having. It isn't. It isn't. The most homophobic church I ever went to had a preacher who was cheating on his wife, the same woman who gave birth to his two children with different women at the church. And I know it because I was one of the women he tried to sleep with. (laughs) And would still, every week, get up there in front of the church and preach about all the different sinners in this world and the homosexuals this. Meanwhile, everybody knows I'm openly gay. When it comes time for giving money, tithes and offering or anything like that, nobody ever says, please keep your lesbian paycheck. If you could actually keep If you could just keep your sinful... Dyke cash. I don't, mm-mm, we're not, we don't want your sapphic money. It's money. not welcome. You just come and absorb the word until you get rid of that gay spirit, girl. You Please. just come for free. Until then. Like, that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. It's good without your faggoty. Full of shit. Like, everybody up here condemning gay people. They all got something wrong with them as fuck. Every last one of them. It's something wrong with you or it's something that somebody could say you're doing that is wrong or against the Bible. God didn't give you the authority to put that sort of judgment of you gonna die or anything else over anyone else, Kimberell. You don't have it. You don't have that power. You are human flesh and blood just like the rest of us. You don't speak for God. You don't even speak for the Bible. You don't speak for nobody but you. Girl, shut up. Like, shut, shut your up. whole <laughs> mouth. And at the very least, if you do nothing else, Excuse then me. that caught me off guard. <laughs> Sorry. If I nothing back. else, stay on the right, make up your mind. Hmm. Okay, if homosexual is so awful and is so like terrible that you hollering about the church being embarrassed and all of that stuff, then keep your, you know, gay hating homophobic yeah. ass on that side of things. You're entitled to that opinion. You're okay to have I mean I'm not gonna say it's okay for you to have that opinion, but it's definitely your business. And I'm personally not gonna fight you. You do on have it. the right to have that opinion. You have the right to feel that way. And you have the right to say that you feel that way. But if the Bible is the reason that you feel like gay people are going to hell, then the Bible also has to be the reason that you need to give up your church and your position within it. Because the justification for you not having it is right there in the New Testament. It is not. Uh, it's not an opinion. It is simply fact that if you're going to go based off of the Bible, most, if not all of the people who have something to say about homosexuality in that vein should not be speaking. Because the Bible is going to have something in there that is going to make you shit yourself, too. Because you do it. So <laughs> that and that is a fact. Like that is just the truth. It's it just is. the fact. So until you are ready to address that in a sensible manner, then I know it has nothing to do with anything that God called you to do. It ain't got nothing to do with the church being embarrassed. Nothing. It is just you feeling good by putting other people down. That's just a fact of life. It is something that human beings do because we are sinners and we are imperfect. But please believe I don't have to deal with it. I will not be spending my money on anybody who's like it. I won't be tolerating anybody who does that shit and I'm glad that Ellen 
hit you with that real white gay Amen. con. That wake <laughs> up, that good cup of white coffee. Mm-mm, Cause you know, she don't take that from white folks. So, you know, Kim Burrell, who she had never even heard <laughs> of and was coming on anyway, just to perform with Pharrell and to promote Monet. a movie for the guest. <laughs> like, like Janelle Monet was the guest. Right. Cause she's promoting hidden figures. Right. And Kim Burrell and Pharrell do I the, guess they on the soundtrack. They do the, the lead song from the movie. So they right. were going to perform it. I think all three of them were going to perform it together. And now it's just going to be Janelle and Pharrell. And Janelle crisply turns to that TMZ camera. She she was ignoring them okay, too. Okay, because you know, you know, she's an android with no sexuality and and, and no genitals and all that. She, which I love from her. Yes. I love that it's like at the end of the day, the point is that none of that matters. Right. Like because it doesn't. It, doesn't. it is not a big exactly. deal. But she absolutely turned that camera. She was paying them at first, and then there was like, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of about Kim Burrell being on Ellen tomorrow. And she's calmly turned around and said, "I don't think that's happening." You know, <laughs> that won't be. Me. She will not be there. She no. said, oh, no, she's not going to be performing. That won't be happening anymore. I think Thanks. it's just going to be me and Pharrell, actually. But, you know, I'll be there talking about Hidden Figures out January 6th nationwide. Have a great day. <laughs> like, and that's what your motherfucking ass get. And you'll still have people support you in the church who believe the bullshit that you said. Mm. But I'm glad this gave another opportunity to drag somebody and call people out for that bullshit. Don't worry about what somebody else is doing in their bed or whatever and why that's going to be them going to hell. If you honestly feel that way, pray in private. Mm. pray for them in private if that's what god really told your heart is that they need saving pray that they find it amen and move right black ass (laughs) along you're not doing anything but trying to be a bully and you should looking like yeah you're just being hateful and it's not cute it's not gonna fly no more and go see hidden figures it's a really fucking good movie and you're gonna be mad you didn't learn that shit in school you're gonna be mad that you're just now finding out about this story it's so great it and is. they've been getting so many great reviews I'm really really excited especially because Janelle Monet is so great on screen like she beams and she's yeah. really good at it uh, she was so good character. in Moonlight too she yeah. is, I'm proud of her but very different yeah. like her character was very different but still right. like I just I love what she's doing here yeah. I still want to see an arc full it. musical oh my goodness Octavia Fucking. as always just it's excellent it's a Mahershala fine just fine. Why was I going to say Jim Henson? Jim Lucas Henson. George Lucas. You know George of Star Wars? Oh, George yeah, yeah, Lucas yeah. And Janelle Monet are friends. Oh, that's right. Where did I, how did I know that? I think we talked about it on the show. Or oh, I don't okay. Know. We talked about it before, but can you imagine a fucking Cindy Mayweather musical film oh, wow. produced by the creator of Star Wars? Where I've never seen Star Wars. Just think of what Star Wars is and like the pop culture. A galaxy far. Oh yeah, far away. I get it. The impact. Just the the significance alone. The budget. First of all, how many how many musicals do you have featuring black women like starring, like leading in the musical films? Mm. And then a sci-fi musical (laughs) with a black girl? It's unprecedented. They have to do this. So anyway, fuck Kim Burrell. Oh, yeah, I had forgotten about her ass. We were talking about somebody I like. Wraps that up. So, yeah, that's going to wrap up this week's episode of The Read. Again, we want to thank Third Love for supporting the show. Third Love bras were developed using thousands of real measurements and range from sizes AA to G, including signature half cups. Third Love stands behind their products so much that they're willing to let our listeners try a bra from their 24-7 collection for free. Just pay $2.99 for shipping. Go to thirdlove.com slash R-E-A-D to get started today. Day. Kid Fury, do you have any news? Yes, I have show dates. The Read Live 
has two shows coming up, one in D.C. on February 4th and one here in New York City on February 25th for our four-year anniversary. Wow. Which should be something special. So if you're in D.C. or New York or, hell, I guess either since it's really not that hard to get up to either one of them from the other. Uh, yeah, no. That's a quick Tickets ride. will be available Friday, January 6th. At 10 a.m. on the readlive.com. Crystal, do you have information? <laughs> uh, not yet, but we will in the coming weeks uh, with a few more details about that. But yes, very excited to get back to seeing your beautiful black ass and occasionally some white sprinkled faces in the crowds at DC and again for our anniversary show. So, yes, the readlive.com for tickets on Friday. That's at noon Eastern, right? Yes. Gotta be, because Alex does everything on Eastern time. So, (laughs) Friday, though, January 6th, that's when tickets will be available at the website. Um, It's 10 a.m. Oh, 10 a.m. Sorry. (laughs) 10 (laughs) a.m. Look, somebody was about to be pissed. (laughs) I'm so sorry, y'all. 10. Better to be too early than too late. Somebody's going to be like, I logged on at noon and it was gone and that bitch lied. Square up. Also, happy birthday to Blue Ivy's coming up in a few days. The princess is turning five, so just wanted to acknowledge her now. Um, what to even say? So much, but we'll save it for another time. Mm. But yeah, I think that's it for me. Do we have an acronym this week? Or are we done? Um. Oh, I'm looking for. I need a personal oh, trainer. Wait. Oh, if you are somebody, you're going to get a bunch of fine ass niggas with big muscles. And your Instagram DMs, like... I mean, that obviously does not hurt. But I really do need... Like, I want a trainer. I was thinking about doing CrossFit like you, but that sounds too much like friendship. Oh, that's the thing I hate the most about it. I don't... You you have to talk to people. And sometimes there are partner workouts. No. I hate it. Never. I hate that part of it. But I do think it will help me to get more focused if there's somebody that I'm, like, waiting on or somebody that's waiting on me, so... Especially somebody you're paying a lot. Right. So if you're a legit trainer, not just, you know, I have pecs. But like certified. And so, right. <laughs> like if you know what you, you do this or you know somebody, go ahead and send me a message and let's get this. Uh, I was going to say let's get this money, but I guess you're. <laughs> you get this money. <laughs> Let me get this body. Um, I, I wanted to say real quick, shout out to NPR's Code Switch podcast, um, which is a show that I really love. Oh, yes, I did hear about But they this. did an episode called Hold Up, Time for an Explanatory Comma, which is about how um, a lot of different shows that have white audiences um, sometimes have to explain things that white people don't get. Um, and our show was mentioned on it. But anyway, it's a great episode that covers a really important topic. I encourage you to go listen to it and subscribe to that show because NPR is doing some pretty good shit. That's a good one. So that's my little podcast recommendation of the week. Anything else? Um, My acronym for this week is... Um F. It's fuck Kim and a biscuit. Burrell. Okay. okay. <laughs> I was never going to get it anyway. So All I'm going to say there. So have a great week. Totes. See you next. Bye guys. 